This is the Beachy Books Podcast. I'm Philip Bell, a published author and a writer. I run a little publishing company called Beachy Books, based on the Isle of Wight. And these are my beachy rambles. already and it's only just after 9am <clears throat> and uh, it's quite glorious. I'm out on a walk. I don't, I've been so busy that I haven't really had maybe the time to do so many walks and if I have gone on a walk I haven't really felt like doing a recording. But today I have some inspiration. <laughs> um, so yeah, what, what's today? I, I'm basically between projects. Um, very busy with client work, publishing other people's books and working on various other projects. <clears throat> and yeah, still trying to battle with some, wrestle some time free to work on my next book. Um, so I've done a lot, a lot of the planning ideas and I'm still, what, what I'm actually in a dilemma about, I'm never necessarily short of ideas, whether they're good ones or not is... You know, I've let someone else decide that. Um, but it is the viewpoint of, from the story. Who, who, whose story is it? And more than that, is it what? What kind of? What do I want to talk about? What do I want to say? So that kind of starts to define who you want to tell the story from. What? What viewpoint? So. I'm not necessarily talking about first person, third person. It's more about the overall subject matter and how you're going to deal with it. Because if it's a children's book, you can deal with lots of dicey subject matters, but you've just got to do it in a particular way if it's going to be read by a certain audience. So again, it's going back to thinking about your audience, who you're writing for. Um... So yeah, and I'm absolutely racking my brains about this. And I think the reason is, is because, again, it, it comes back to the fact that I don't always write exactly what I want. I sort of do, but I'm very influenced by what, what's going on, not necessarily in the market, but unfortunately, yeah, what, what the time we're living in and, and what agents and publishers are looking for. Um, so it's tricky to to actually realize i don't know it's yeah it's 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 my it's my it's where my writer's block kicks in when i start to think about it's not a fashions it's not what i'm not trying to double guess what's actually popular it's more about it's got to fit into a genre box and in a way you have got to know who you're writing the story whose perspective is it from a child's point of view, an adult? And even if it is about children, you can still write it with a sort of adult point of view, if you get what I mean. 
So you've still got to be very aware of your audience. And that's difficult because sometimes when you have an idea, you don't quite know who the audience is because at first the audience is you because you're interested in it. And it's very likely that you're an adult <laughs> and not a child. Um, so, you know, I, I do enjoy narratives for kids and also for adults, but you can obviously talk about certain things more in a different way possibly with adults but actually you can talk about some amazing things uh, from the viewpoint of a child I mean one of my favourite books is well one of my favourite authors is J.G. Ballard and I've just recently read Empire of the Sun it's one of the ones I just hadn't really got round to reading and it was absolutely wonderful and it, obviously it was very autobiographical but he fictionalised it and he wrote it in the perspective of Jim a younger him um, but he was very much writing it with an adult frame of mind you know so it wouldn't be something that children would go to to read just because it's about a child you see what I mean so I, I've got a story at the moment where I could actually write it in that kind of way in that it's it does follow children but it also follows the adults as well and I'm just wondering whether I jump into different people's heads in various different chapters or have kind of an overall authorial voice, which I know isn't necessarily fashionable anymore. What is fashionable is first-person narratives where you hardly really notice the author, you're just in the head of the character. Now, I do like that as well, but I, can, I, I do often have a problem with first-person because they can all sound very similar. Um, and I think unless you've got a very strong, interesting character then it's hard to make the first person seem any different from any other book written like a girl on the train or rubbish like that I'm just I'm sorry but I just don't like stuff like that you know in terms of the, the prose it's boring but yes it's sold in millions so what do I know but um, you know you would read F Scott Fitzgerald's Great Gatsby you read one line of that and even if maybe the narrative is not the most exciting of the, of the story at that particular point, the, the actual line sings. It just, it's a delight to read. And, but it's not a delight to read Girl on a Train. You're reading Girl on a Train to see what happens next. You know, really the words are just getting in the way, which is why most people probably watch the film. Um, or at least the words are so plain and 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 within the head of the character that you you are lost in the character you know and in a way that is a skill to write that I'm not saying it's utter rubbish it's it there is a craft and a skill to writing that but I'm just saying as a read personally it doesn't delight it's more about plot with that book but it's a genre book and that is the trouble. We've got a world with a market of, of genres where loads of different styles of writing do not unfortunately sit well. If they don't sit well within a standard genre that agents are looking for right now, then you're screwed, mate. You might as well just write what you want or think about just self-publishing. Even if you then self-publish and put it on Amazon, you've still got to fit it within a slot in Amazon's categories. Do you get me? You're stuck. Whatever you do, I'm afraid the the gatekeepers have engineered the world so that we have to write in a certain way. <laughs> you 
So I suppose I would say to you, maybe get into poetry then. <laughs> you can pretty much do what you want then, but you won't sell many poems. So there, it's a depressing, beachy ramble today, isn't it? See, I keep going back to this sort of notion of my creativity is always crushed by the reality of life. And I wish I could go back to a time where I didn't worry about that, but unfortunately I know about it all now, so it's made me a bit of a cynical writer. But I still have creativity and ideas and a a desire to write, so... Oh, it's so... Yeah, I can tell you that is probably one of my biggest hang-ups. It's sort of the audience to write for with that particular story. Um, because it is important, because if you are writing to get published, you are mad to not think about that, because you could get years down the road and your book just is just hard to sell. <laughs> um, and I suppose even if you do think about it carefully, you could still end up with a book that doesn't sell. There's no guarantees either way, but I suppose it means that you're thinking about it a little bit more. I mean, you could be thinking, listening to me, going, oh, sod that, Phil, I didn't get into writing to get published, or I don't give a shit what agents say, I'm going to write what I want. Um, so, yeah, go for it. And in a way, I suppose I, I I, fret and worry about it, and then in the end I just shrug my shoulders and go, oh, sod it, I can only write what I can write. And be damned. Uh, publish and be damned, they say. So I do. So, yeah, let's try, and, let's try and link this back up to some sort of positivity here. So, yeah, all it comes down to is the story you're trying to tell. And what I find fascinating is the infinite... This is the wonderful thing. There are infinite ways you can write a story. You know, it's timeless. Yes, there are some people who are going to roll their eyes and go, oh, that's a little bit like that, but it's still your version of that. Um, so there's different ways to see a story. I'd love to do a project where I sort of like had one little story where I play it out in different ways, and people and various writers have done that over the years. <clears throat> but again, it's more of a, I guess, bordering on experimental writing rather than writing to publish. You know, God, you're going to confuse your dumb audience who mostly buy books. Oh, I'm being a bit rude now towards it, of course not. But the bottom line is most people buy a book now or than the masses, either for a child as a gift or something they've heard about on telly, David Walliams, blah, blah, or a book to just let them escape from reality for a few hours on the commute or on holiday. Obviously, there's tons of book lovers who they love other more literary books, highbrow, or they're retired and they've just got the time to read now. Because um, it does sometimes take some time to read something a bit more experimental or different especially if the author is a difficult read you know that's people why they love first person and simple first person voices nothing too complex i this i that simple short sentences lots of dialogue it's just fodder Um, You can do some wonderful things with simple sentences. Ernest Hemingway did. Of course, his simple sentences really did sing. (laughs) They were not just simple sentences. So, we can't all be as great as that. Obviously, I have to live with that every day. (laughs) 
um, in the sort of shadow of these amazing writers. It doesn't mean you can't write something wonderful yourself and original. So I suppose it's that horrible battle of striving for something a bit of commercial, but also that feels a bit different. Um, so yeah, to sort of get back to the thread, it's it's difficult to for me at the moment. I've got two threads going on my story. I've got kind of I've. It's funny, isn't it? It's like a story. I mean, plot points can be in any story, but the story is about to me the meaning of the of what you're doing it's why you're doing it. it's it's almost who you're following and why you're telling it what have you got to tell the reader and it is important who you choose to tell that story through the characters and the point of view um and yeah and and the subject matter it's it's like if you want to deal with certain adult issues, just say, from an adult's point of view, thinking about a parent, you're not going to get kids relating to that because they're just not going to have a clue. It's going to be a feeling they've never experienced. But I suppose you could say that some kids will empathise with some of the issues that parents might go through. Um... But in a way, what's an adult can obviously understand what it's like to be a child because they've all been one, although you can sometimes forget the true feeling. Because I always wonder that. It would be wonderful to go back and sort of interview yourself reading a book you read as a child and see how you interpreted it or felt about it versus reading it as an adult. I mean, obviously we do that a lot, especially... If you become a parent, you you do often read a book you read as a child to your child, so you're seeing another layer of it. So yeah, but even books written, in fact I would say mostly books written for kids, can have wonderful extra layers that are not necessarily lost on children, but you don't get the full meaning of until you're an adult. They don't have to be moralistic tales or anything like that. It's lovely, the bluebells are just still here. The last flush of bluebells. You hear the cuckoo? Well, they're always creepy what's going on with the cuckoo when you hear that, don't you? You know there's some deaths going on. Some eggs being pushed out of nests. So, yeah. See, I'm, I, I was hoping maybe by the end of the ramble I would have figured out what my story is and what is most important to me as a writer to tell what 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 do I want to explore as a theme as an obsession because I can tell you one thing with writing it takes a long time it, it just takes the craft the writing of it yeah you get faster writers than others but basically it is a big long hard and also fun and exhilarating undertaking writing a book a novel length sort of something of that length so you have got to be damn sure you are passionate about the story you're telling and why you're telling it and what's the point. Do you get what I mean? Sometimes the point just is, I'm having fun, I don't care whether there's any greater meaning to it. That's fine as well. As long as you know that and you're happy with that. But 
what could be awful is writing something pithy like that. Yeah, anybody can come up with exciting plots and bits and bobs going on here and there. But if in the end you're the kind of writer that wants to sort of tell something a greater meaning and you're not doing that through your storytelling, that's a bit depressing because it's like, oh, all it is is just some crap thriller or, you know, it's not, it's not saying anything that hasn't been said before. And possibly you could say that everything's been said before. <laughs> um, and as you get older and older, you start to sort of see similar things over and over again. But you've got to remember, you've got lovely young audiences coming up that have never experienced that before. So you've got chances to retell the same old story again uh, for a new audience. So, yeah, I suppose in my writing I've always led towards possibly younger characters and children. And, and perhaps because I'm always looking back rather than forward. But I actually love a lot of adult writers who have their main characters are adults. And I suppose the characters are almost vehicles for themes. They're, they're just actors telling, obviously they're actors telling the story, but they're, they're not the most memorable characters, let's just say that. So it's difficult to work out what to go for, because I know that the publishing world wants memorable characters. Um, so if you're more of a, a theme writer or you have issues you want to deal with in fiction, you've got to just decide how much time you spend on the characters. You know, are they, is it important that they're the most exciting ever? They've got to be compelling enough for you to keep reading. Um, and yeah, and often children's fiction really does have to have an exciting lead character. Because basically people hook on to humans, they hook on to characters. I mean, I'm drifting off now on subject here. But it just shows you there isn't really any one discrete subject in writing. Everything affects the other thing. Um, but it, yeah, it is one of the fundamental decisions to decide before you sort of embark on your main writing. Who, who's your, who's telling the story from what sort of perspective? story. been listening to the beachy books podcast presented by philip bell music by dan o'neill